I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Tuesday, February 14th. More questions about the proposal by the City of Quincy to lease the Granite Links Golf Course property to Quarry Hills Associates for the next 99 years. During last night's City Council meeting, residents raised concerns that Quarry Hills has not lived up to the original lease, which required a public recreational complex be built at that site. Others said the new lease proposal reduces the amount of revenue Quarry Hills would pay the city. Under the new lease, Quarry Hills has agreed to improve walking trail access and signage, improve the playing fields at the site, and create a crosswalk on Rashuti Drive. The city says it's working with the state to improve safety at the intersection of Rashuti Drive and Willard Street, which has been deemed one of the five most dangerous in the state. The new proposal does remove the Lions Turning Mill location from the lease. That's at the request of the Quincy Quarry and Granite Workers Museum. It places that site under city control. The lease proposal remains in the Ordinance Committee for further review. Police have identified that victim of a fatal car crash on Lincoln Street in Hingham on February the 5th. 59-year-old Christopher Clark of Carver was driving a BMW West when it crashed at the intersection of Shipyard Drive at about 4.40 p.m. that day. Police said the car struck the base of a large traffic signal post, sending pieces of the car across Lincoln Street and onto a grassy area, which then caught fire. Hingham firefighters put out the fire and no other cars were damaged. Clark was trapped inside the car and pronounced dead at the scene. Police had received a report of a car driving all over the road just before that crash. Two days later, a Quincy man was arrested and charged with driving more than 100 miles per hour on that same road not far from where the fatal crash occurred. A box truck crash brought down a utility pole in Milton yesterday. Crash happened in the area of 36 Clay Street at about 11 a.m. with two other poles nearby visibly damaged. No injuries or power outages were reported due to that crash. Boston police investigating a shooting that left two people injured at a multifamily home in Dorchester. Shooting at 21 Dewey Street, which is about a block off Blue Hill Avenue, happened about 8 p.m. last night. The victims, who have not been identified, were taken to area hospitals. Their extent of the injuries is not known. There was a large police presence at the home late last night, and all activity was centered on the house. A police canine was spotted at the scene at one point. No arrests have been made. Boston police are releasing few details about the shooting. A law enshrining protections for police dogs, named after Yarmouth canine Nero, who was injured on the job in 2018, won't be fully implemented until next year, a delay that is not acceptable and will jeopardize the health and safety of canine officers without justification, according to Senator Mark Montigny. Former Governor Baker signed Nero's law in February of 2022 to allow medical personnel to transport and provide emergency treatment to police dogs. The measure was named for German Shepherd police dog Nero, 
of the Yarmouth Police Department who was injured in that same 2018 incident and which his partner, Sergeant Sean Gannon, was killed. Several ambulances were on the scene, but none were allowed to assist Nero, who had to be transported to a veterinary clinic in a cruiser. The bill was filed by Montigny and Representative Stephen Exaros, who was a Yarmouth Deputy Police Chief in 2018. According to an administration requirement manual that Department of Public Health Commissioner Margaret Cook sent out, EMTs won't be required to complete a minimum three-hour training course to treat police dogs until February 10th of next year. Although EMTs won't be required to do the training, delaying the full implementation of the law, personnel who have been trained in accordance with the protocols the department approved in August can treat and transport police dogs. Montigny is asking the department to reconsider postponing the deadline and require that the training be implemented within 90 days. The MBTA is taking action after 24 of its employees were assaulted in December alone. Several of them struck or verbally threatened while on the job. All but four of those incidents involving bus employees. In total, 18 rail and bus workers faced verbal threats or intimidation. Four were spat or coughed upon, and two were struck with an object or body parts. The MBTA Safety Department tracks data on a monthly basis and identifies trends to develop methods for mitigating assaults on its employees. Also advocating for more safety measures is the Boston Carmen's Union Local 589, which represents more than 6,000 MBTA employees. The union said in a statement that its members and leaders continue to advocate for increased measures to protect transit workers, including advocating to the MBTA for better safeguards for frontline workers and simultaneously advocating to the legislature to codify tougher penalties for those who assault public transit operators and personnel. Local 589 said it's been pushing for the state legislature to pass a bill which would impose stricter punishments for those convicted of assaulting public transit workers. Bill put forward by State Representative Joseph McGonigal of Everett also includes coughing, spitting, or flinging bodily fluids under its definition of assault. A trail of lights in Boston sky last night had some people on high alert for a hostile alien takeover. But it was not UFOs. Instead, the bright lights are believed to be visible Starlink satellites launched early Sunday morning as part of Elon Musk's SpaceX program to provide internet service to rural areas. Twitter users had a field day trying to figure out what was streaking across the sky. Users were quick to guess that it was a UFO. Some even got more descriptive, calling it a caterpillar of stars. People in Boston weren't the only ones to spot the lights. New Hampshire residents also got an eyeful, and the satellites were even spotted in Japan. There were 55 total satellites launched at 12.10 a.m. Sunday morning from Cape Canaveral as part of the Starlink mission, according to SpaceX. Well, Duncan is not just in the Northeast anymore. It's everywhere these days. But have you ever wondered which parts of the country have the most Duncan locations? Probably not surprising, right here in the Northeast continues to have the highest Duncan density. Of course, it started right here in Quincy. 
Massachusetts' 8th congressional districts, including Quincy, which has 151 Duncan locations, one for every 5,249 people. The 8th district includes parts of Boston and numerous other communities south of the city, including Quincy, Braintree, Brockton, Bridgewater, Dedham, Hingham, Hall, Situate, Walpole, and Weymouth. New York's 12th district checked in at number 15 with 94 locations, Rhode Island's 2nd district at number 16 with 87 locations, and New Jersey's 7th district at number 17 with 86 locations, and 5th district at number 20 with 84. In Maine, the 2nd congressional district placed number 18th with 86 stores. Outside of the Northeast, the top finisher was Illinois' 7th congressional district, at number 26 with 80 Duncan locations. A check of business news, stocks are higher, the Dow is up 36, the Nasdaq rose 39, the S&P added 8. Global stocks rose, the dollar was lower, the euro rose, oil at $79 a barrel. Sports Celtics are in Milwaukee tonight at 7.30 and the Bruins are in Dallas at 8.30. Forecast from the National Weather Service, today mostly sunny and a high 50 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight, low of 35. Tomorrow, mix of sun and clouds, high of 56. Thursday, scattered showers, but a high of 62 degrees. And Friday, scattered showers, high 60. For the boater, waves 2 feet northwest, winds 15 to 20 knots. High tide, 547 p.m. One note that the Norfolk County Sheriff's Office will be hosting a community blood drive today at their public safety complex in Braintree. It will take place from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Sheriff's Office Public Safety Complex on Washington Street in Braintree. Appointments are required on the Boston Children's Hospital Blood Mobile. To schedule an appointment, call 617-355-6677 or visit bostonchildrens.org forward slash halfpints. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Tuesday, February 14th.